<clears throat> All right. Uh, you said Jess got these? Yeah. When she went to, uh, when she was actually in Europe. As she was living in Scotland. As she was living. She was living there? Yeah. Oh. She still is, actually. Oh. Yeah. All right. Shows how much I <laughs> Well, uh, Jess, Eloise's sister, Adam's girlfriend. Thanks, Jennifer and Elena. <laughs> was gracious enough to bring back a couple of beers straight from Scotland, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, so, she brought back three. This first one, well, they're all from Innocent Gun. That's the the, the brewing company, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this one is the original flavor <laughs> of Innocent Gun. It's a uh, oak aged beer, smooth Scottish beer with hints of toffee, vanilla, and oak. Mm. Those three things sound delicious, that sounds especially nice. in a beer. So, I'm excited. Uh, you know, thinking that like an, uh, this beer is from there, the name Innocent Gun. It sounds like it's it's old and it's been there for forever. Right. It was established in 2003. Really? No. Yeah. So it's still relatively new compared to other breweries. Yeah, that's very surprising. Guys, is there a big culture of craft beer around the world? I mean. I would, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sounds like... What kind of question is that, it's, though? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, it, it just seems like... And this can be its own topic if we want to talk about it after our intro. But I don't know. Like, it's just you always hear about American craft breweries, but you don't hear much about other ones around the world. And I know that our craft brews are going around the world, but I don't hear much about others coming here. Mm, true. Mm. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Uh, something we can look into later. All right. <laughs> Let's do we that. can do our beer research. Good question, yeah. Adam. But Thank in the you. meantime, my name is Marco Dupa. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. And Drunk Dave, Sports Dave, Sports God. You always get it wrong, but you know I'm going to radiate positivity. Bono. Drunk Sports God, Mark. This is the One Beer and Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like original flavor. Oh, thank you. So, we're finally back in town. We spent a lot of money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that why everybody's so upset? (laughs) Jesus. I'm still like festival hungover, I think. It was hard for me to go to work today. I haven't checked how much money I actually spent. Yeah. I, I just didn't even look at it yet. That's so. probably, probably for best. No, it's not. <laughs> probably should look at something like that. <laughs> probably. But As a responsible adult, probably. I haven't. <clears throat> so, uh, no, but we all, the, the entire crew plus more, we all got to go to Bonnaroo 2017. Um, I don't know. We may have talked about purchasing the tickets and everything mm-hmm. and the process and all that in previous episodes, but we finally... The plan finally came to fruition. We finally got to go out there and enjoy the the positive vibes, the music, mm-hmm. the actual festival, the camping. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, I definitely did. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I had the best time. <laughs> I had a better time than oh, you. It's not a competition. <laughs> well, but I, I had the best vibes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Radiating positivity for sure. Yep. No. How can I not? Have you seen my feet, guys? You're still wearing the bracelet, so yeah. you're just going to wear it forever? Possibly. See you if know. I can go into next year with it. That's gross. We all wore Tevas, and uh, I, I definitely have the Teva tan on my feet. Yeah. It's pretty Google, impressive. Google Tevas. I didn't wear those. I had Wrangler brand from Walmart. <laughs> Probably the best. Specifically. Yeah. Probably a better idea. I thought about it afterwards. I was like, I don't know why... A lot I mean, of other brands make that type of sandal. Mm-hmm. No reason to spend, you know, more than they were. Necessary. They were they were Walmart brand. They were Walmart shoes. Everyone was wearing Walmart shoes for not Walmart prices. Let's just how, put it that way. How much way. were those Walmart shoes? 
15 bucks. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Were you comfortable? For the most part, right? I was comfortable until about... The memory foam started, memory foam started remembering who you were. Yes. Mm. And that's when uh, the comfort level plummeted. Mm. The first couple of days, it was amazing. And then about Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the best strategy for like foot endurance. Because mm-hmm. the first year, I didn't wear Tavis until the end, but my feet were already done by that mm. point. And then this year, I kind of sp- introduced the Tevas every now and then, maybe first half of the day, Tevas, second half, sneakers. Mm-hmm. Saved my feet a little bit, uh, but still, they were still hurting, like, throughout the festival. Yeah. Maybe I, a steady uh, rotation of comfortable shoes. Like, more than one? Yeah. I think that's probably for best, because what I did was I started with the Tevas, but then I ended up getting kind of uncomfortable by the end of the day. So, the next day, I put on my, uh, uh, where are they? The Converse version twos, uh-huh. mm. and those were comfy, but then they started to hurt by the end of that day, and I switched over to the Tevas the next day, and actually, it seemed to work out because the last, very last day that we were there, I wore Tevas the entire day, mm-hmm. and it was the most comfortable my feet were. Huh. Uh, probably, probably doing what other people were doing. You know, we were we made fun of them, but a ton of people were sleeping a bunch. Yeah, not to say to to fall asleep in random places, but to definitely save your feet. You know, doing a lot of walking. Then once you get to where you're at, doing a lot of standing. Yeah, I think a lot of people just went into center room and then took naps. So mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't have to walk all the way back. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, I mean, a ton of people, I mean, they just, there was, there was a lot of people just sleeping. Yeah. Like, there was so many people just sleeping everywhere. <laughs> Victims of the room. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, but maybe they were, you know. Maybe they were doing it right. That's that's professional rue, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't. I still feel weird about that. I don't know how. I don't know if I could just sleep somewhere like that. You probably could. Yeah. I mean, I physically could for yeah. sure. I know yeah. that if I this if I laid down on a blanket, pretty much slept. How how long did that drive feel for you? Um. Well, you mean you mean coming up, or you said coming Either, up, like coming? the entire time because you, you you slept a good amount. Yeah, I definitely slept. The majority of the time that I wasn't driving, mm-hmm. but I drove like three and a half, four hours there, mm-hmm. and then about four five, four or five, close, half, yeah. close to five, not almost, almost five hours mm-hmm. coming back. So that was the distance that I felt. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the actual driving. That's nice. So. I wish I could have fallen asleep. <clears throat> it's about a nine hour drive. How come you couldn't fall asleep? I don't know. I just, I, I really couldn't. I was uncomfortable. I just the way the seat was and stuff. Oh, I don't need to be comfortable to sleep. Oh yeah, we we know. <laughs> More of a picky sleeper I just, than you. I need to be stationary. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's we're, all. We're that's aware. all I need to be. <laughs> You've got that reinforced neck that just lets your head hang. <laughs> it's like your head, your head, your head like sinks into your own neck like a like a giant turtle. Yeah. You pass right out. So, um, I guess. The actual music. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna, you know, we we could spend the entire podcast recapping the trip. So let's just say, you know, top three moments or acts mm-hmm. or things. Ooh, for me, I mean, I actually had a lot of fun just hanging out at the the campsite because that's something I've never done before. And mm. there, I, I don't know, like I I came into it with a bit of skepticism about good vibes and camping and all this hippity dippity crap right wow but you know you, you get there and it's actually a good time you're hanging out with people you like and hippity dippity crap you know like i feel like you, you you finally able to after after day one i was able to kind of just relax and like you know go with the flow and have fun yeah uh but pl- that being said uh playing flip cup was probably the most fun i had in general on that trip <laughs> really? Yeah. It was trip. awesome. It was so good. Yeah. Okay. It was a flip cup tournament. It came down to like a, a championship round and it was literally like a buzzer beater of an ending I that, saw the video. that we caught on Snapchat. It, it was good. No, it was I was yeah, it was fun. It was probably the most hype anybody was. All of us were collectively. Mm. Yeah. Nobody was like really excited to see a, a particular like there wasn't a group, our group that was like, "Yeah, let's go see this person, this person right? yeah that was the hypest everybody got yeah well i think that was one of the things that um one of the i guess the cons of the trip was we did it as a group thing 
just doing it. But like in all honesty, the set was good, but it wasn't great, especially when you consider years past Bonnaroo's. Yeah. And I mean, we just did it. We just bought the tickets and made it a group thing. And it, that was fun. But like when you get down to like the nitty gritty of it, I mean, that's a that's a lot of names there that I did not see. Right. And, you know, intentionally because I just didn't know them or wasn't interested. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were all kind of underwhelmed with the list. But yeah. at the same time, I know I was going in at least as much, if not more, for the experience than I was for the actual people that were going to be there. Yeah. So the performers, I mean. Yeah. That was definitely half of it was just going. Right. So, okay, so that's that's, that's your top three. Yeah, so that... Um, I mean, the see, Flip Cup Tournament. The Flip Cup Tournament, seeing you two was awesome. Did you watch the whole set? Yeah. Yeah, I was able to. Um, and let's see. Oh, I don't really know. Three's kind of tough because... I kind of want to lump like all of the artists outside of that together because I feel like a lot of it was me going around just kind of sampling. Like I didn't really stick around one place for too long. So that works. Yeah. I I guess it's kind of a cop out, but I guess the festival in general would be my other answer. Um, Just kind of the overall ambiance of it being like, normally I'm not a big fan of being around that many people. And like, I just, I don't like being in a crowd that long, but (laughs) Honestly, I saw, that. I saw that snap. You posted <laughs> yeah. like you leaving like Chile or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was funny. I was like, he's he's in a bad place. He's right just now. freaking out, man. He's <laughs> freaking out. Um, but yeah, no, actually, I there's a weird connection you you find with people being all there for one basic reason, which is to have a good time, uh, all surrounded about around by music. It's that Bonnaroo magic, exactly. Baby. And in, in like similar circumstances, uh, where you're all out there dirty and camping and stuff, and you know, you, you kind of get this feeling that you're all in it together, and I, I really like that. I wasn't expecting to feel that by, by the end of the night, yeah, or the end of the trip, I should say. So, <clears throat> um, say top three. Chance the Chance Show was in there. Top three. Yeah. Um, I was. It was an amazing show, and uh, you know, felt inspired by it. It was very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Took you to church. It did. If ever there was a a thing that could make you religious, it's definitely a show like that. It's 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 actually pretty fascinating to be in a crowd full of hundreds of people and a rapper is talking about, you know, praising God and blessings and things like that mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, a lot of people are not very religious, but watching them like eh, I'll go along with this right. for 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 chance for for cool. the experience for the show. I'll go along with this because a, a lot of times when I when I look up stuff about chance, a lot of the a lot of the criticism is, you know, I all that Jesus shit. I can't really I can't really rock with that. So I've seen a lot of people say about coloring book was was that was the big knock was that it was like like he went too far with the religion, but I mean you know that's the message that he's trying to get across. That's who he is that's what yeah. he wants to say so i don't know <clears throat> people just gonna have to deal with it or find a new favorite rapper i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah you're almost forcing you to listen to it right mm-hmm. so and, and on top of that it's a pretty unique viewpoint from a pop artist right it's you know for somebody specifically a, a rapper hip hop yeah. rapper right for him to get to where he is i mean he needed to he needed to make more secular music that people that that people really rock with for for to gain that trust from people right. because like he doesn't talk about this kind of stuff on acid rap it's like he is definitely like you can tell he's religious but he's not you know coloring book is basically a gospel rap album right his that's his, his most recent project and acid rap his second project the one that was huge that got his foot in the door definitely not no. as religious so it's not as if like he's been doing his whole career and people are just all of a sudden mad at him you know, it was a sudden shift in his narrative or whatever. Mm. But we can talk about that later. That's a mm. whole nother thing. I know thing. you like Luke Combs. I loved it. Lo- yeah. Love me some Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Mark's got a special place in his heart for country music, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And this yeah. guy f- filled the bill for him. <laughs> I will say, Luke Combs can sing, He's for got sure. A very pleasant voice. Yeah. Yeah, he can but sing. He did that thing. That he, I mean, you're right. 
that yeah. country music thing. Go ahead and explain. I I, uh, I have a theory about country music, modern country music, and it's that the way that they write songs nowadays is basically just using the country music template, the the whatever key that they write it in, whatever instruments that they use, and then the songwriting itself. They basically just take common phrases that people say and turn them into lyrics. Yeah, they roll it into everyday life. And mm-hmm. that's all, that's what their their whole album is consisting of. Gotta buy like a back road. And uh, <laughs> Luke Holmes, Luke Holmes? Combs? Combs. Combs. Luke Combs. He definitely fit that bill. He, uh, that, he like, there was one song he performed that was one after the other. It was like, j- they yeah. say grass is greener on the other right, side. Right, that was like the mm-hmm. point of the song. Yeah, and it's like I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. So I don't know. I'd say it was a decent show. He can yeah. sing, but I just don't. He was. He's not a very good songwriter. It was alright. I didn't like you know the in between him singing. It was just him like jerking his ego off. He's definitely bragging. A <laughs> so lot. I had a really good day. Uh, I had a really good <laughs> week. We hit went platinum. We I know, think CMT awards. I mean, he was definitely trying to be you know down down to earth and trying to relate on a level of like wow this is crazy you know two months ago i was doing nothing and now i'm like you know this big star it's wow what a what a ride but it can't like he i guess he didn't really understand like i guess he was it seemed like he was nervous honestly because mm-hmm. every other like every time he finished a song you're right he just started going like i can't know, believe this is happening this shit is crazy man i'm like way more important than you guys are <laughs> you wouldn't even believe it like i just i've been nominated for awards and people are playing my songs people are singing it. it's great my life is great my girlfriend is out at bonnaroo she probably got her tits out what an amazing feeling it's awesome <laughs> um it's feeling so free so that was that was cool. That's not in my memorable moments. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Definitely. Well, I mean, Definitely I'll talked rem- about I'll it a lot. I remember it. I yeah. remember it. I don't know if it's memorable to me. All right. So what's your number two? Um, Royal Blood. Yeah. I didn't so good. know anything about Royal Blood, and uh, I was really happy that we were able to catch that show mm-hmm. because that that kind of I I mean we were on the ride home and I was like just, just put Royal yeah, Blood just on Royal Blood <laughs> album on and out for the whole album night <laughs> and then when I got home uh, Devin was there and we hung out we had dinner and stuff and she's like what what do you want to listen to and I'm like just put, just put on Royal, Royal Blood, Blood. <laughs> just put on more <laughs> Royal Blood so I just I listened to that first album like I don't know three or four times yeah. since their set so that was definitely very memorable for me that's they're a great band mm-hmm. um. Uh, trying to think. Um, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to cop out like you just did. <laughs> uh, so I'll say the the camping itself memorable for like I Marco learned some lessons. Yeah, what you do? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just I it, it was just the taking the the whole thing in. Mm-hmm. I know. Knowing knowing now what I need to do, what I need to have, how I need to be prepared and stuff like that. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was, I wasn't like unprepared. Mm-hmm. I just spent a lot of money on food and, and bathing myself. Yeah. Um, I know that like, like if I was out in the wilderness and there was the, like, that was the thing, I think I could do that. Like swimming in a, in a lake and like <laughs> shitting in the woods. I could do that. But to be like that kind of camping and knowing like there's a clean bathroom right over here but I can't access it cuz I don't have the money. Right, you just got to pay for it. <laughs> right. Like that kind of stuff is uh, it's, a, it's little, a bit of a tease, yeah. Yeah. So, um just camping. Camping. Okay. I never camped before, so You know, it was my first time too. Mm-hmm. It felt felt kind of good being able to conquer that, right? It's kind of fake camping. Yeah. Because yeah. everything you need to survive is right there. It's right there. That's yeah. true. That's you right just got to pay for it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like a cheat codes are right there for you to use. Dave? Um, my top three is going to be um, the Orwells. Mm. That's a good show. They were a good show. Um, Rez, simply because of the... It's not... She's really good. That's not my type of music, but I'd say she's the best of that type of music. It's very almost dubstep electronic music but who I was with and the situation made it much better plus there was that unicorn happening like right over there yeah, that I didn't pretty, know at the time pretty incredible snaps yeah. the unicorn kind of memes. explain that a little bit the unicorn memes 
I, I saw it. I saw it. I'm just saying. I mean, I didn't. I didn't see it in person. Mm. But it was there was a crowd to the side of Rob and I. <clears throat> There's some guy in, in a cipher with a toy unicorn. Uh-huh. He put it on the floor. Yeah. Everybody went oh, and they spun it around. <laughs> Everybody lost their shit like it was breakdancing. <laughs> oh man, it's incredible. No, but I saw that crowd, and then my top um, top memory is you know just spending time with you guys. And I'm just kidding. Fuck you. It was the double. <laughs> it was the XX. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, the XX was great. Mm-hmm. Was, they yeah, they had a really good show. show. They were very, very good. Everything about them, just how humble they were, how pleasant they were. Jamie was there. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Just yeah, everything. And the fact that they kind of like amped up their songs to make them more yeah. festival happy. That was really good. They weren't as somber. They were very club dancey kind of. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was good. They're definitely two of my new favorites. Nice. Or, yeah. Three of my new favorites. That's always awesome when you I didn't go to know, a festival and do that. I, I told you this, but I didn't know Jamie XX was their, their Jamie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know I knew the XX <laughs> before I saw them. You knew yeah. the spinoff first. Yeah. 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 And that was good. I liked when he came back, did his own little DJ thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then actually played you know, songs off of his album. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Just discovering discovering music like that. You know, yeah. that's I mean, that's that's the that's the best thing that you can take away from a music festival other than like the uh, the vibe itself, you know, the actual festival. Like I, I will say <clears throat> the the whole positive vibes thing and like, you know, all that stuff, you know, it does it does. You can feel it like everybody's super positive. Everybody's yeah. very helpful. Everybody nobody wants angry. you to have a good time. You can talk to anybody there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's for sure. So definitely. um you know, I don't know if like I passed under the the sign and was like transformed, but it was nice. It was very pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very pleasant experience when it came to the people itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing I liked about you know just music festivals in general, but this one specifically because it's so big, and if we go in a group this large, we went with twelve people. Everybody's gonna want to see something different. Yeah. At one point, you know, someone's going to want to leave a set and I might want to, too. So, like, being able to create memories with certain individuals mm-hmm. instead of having, you know, like, like Rob and I had left to go back to camp one night and you guys were watching Chance and we came back and all of you were, like, super hyped about Chance. And, like, we were happy that you guys that were happy to see Chance. And, you know, we got to make our own um, our own night, our own memories, and you mm-hmm. guys have your own and something that we can all share with each other now. Right. And, you know, I was able to do that with Mark. Didn't get that much time with you. Yeah. But I went off with Katie. Lottie was always with uh, Carrie and stuff. Right. But, you know, all in all, it was a good trip for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I want to say a special shout out to Big Baby Drum, too. He had a uh-huh. great, great set. Hmm. I enjoyed his performance a lot. You sound like you have second thoughts, Mark? Yeah, kind of, I, I, I kind of want to. Don't want it now. What? I'll, I'll, honorable mention. Okay. In my top three. Okay. It was, it was oh, okay. the big baby drop. I thought you were going to trash him. No, 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 no. I no. loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, Again, like, I think that set the tone for the positive vibes. Yeah. It's just so, like, self-affirming and, like, nice. Yeah. yeah. Flume was good. I, I don't remember much of it. I just remember Flume was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I didn't see Big Gigantic. I think I, I think I didn't see Big Gigantic. They're on late. Yeah, or early in the morning, I should say. I didn't see Big Gigantic. There's there's a lot of people that I did not see. Yeah, you liked Future Islands. I guess. No, we walked in and you were like jamming. This was like the first band on Saturday, mm. I think. And yeah, you you were feeling it. I have a snap of you dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> Future Islands is good. It's a good band. All right. Well, there's that. Um, I mean, there's just a there's just a ton of names. Car on seat there. headrest. Oh, car seat headrest. Yeah, that was that was a good show. And bad bad, bad, bad not, not good. good was yeah, a show. yeah, bad bad not good was was good. Yeah, for those, show. Those were all good. Crystal Castles is weird. Mark and I watched them for like maybe ten minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked the electronic part of their music, but mm-hmm. not the lady who screams. Okay, constantly. Uh, they had they replaced their lead singer with 
a chick that's a like a, a sound alike. A banshee. So that's huh. part of the reason why I didn't want to go see them was because it's not the real ah. setup that they, they used to have. Well, so yeah. Um, me and, and Rob got to sit down and watch. Or I mean, me and Dave, I got to sit down and watch the uh, the uh, where is it? What Flatbush Zombies? No, not Flatbush Zombies. That the the oh, the folk thing. Blue sky, the, green the bluegrass. Or Blue green grass, sky, green sky. Yeah. The green yeah. sky, bluegrass. Hmm. Whatever. Either one. It's one in there those. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but that was fun. Bluegrass. Green sky, bluegrass is right there. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, they, they were, uh, they're pretty entertaining. Yeah. I think I walked by them as they were playing. Yeah. Musically, like, you know, you see a lot of talented, a lot of talented people up on stage. Ooh, Claude Von Stroke was good. I went to him uh, alone because nobody wanted to listen to Deep House. Right. But he was good. Lemon Twigs are pretty interesting. All right. I That's was there it. for that, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we we ended up leaving that show, though. That was on Thursday. I think so. I, yeah, I think because I went way too hard on Thursday. <laughs> anyway, all in all, Bonnaroo was great. It's my second year. Hope you guys legitimately enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll want to come out again next year. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna wait for the set list. Line, line if, I'm, up. If, I, if I'm being honest, yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at you for that. <laughs> yeah, like it was. I definitely had a ton of fun, but like I, I just feel like I want to have a reason. I want to have a, a a good reason to come back to well to for my to be fucking exhausted and to be walking around back and forth. I don't want to be bouncing around from oh let's check out this person. Oh let's check out that person. Let's see what this person is like. And I'm standing there just bobbing my head like. This is decent. Like I want, I <laughs> want more good. of that feeling of when I when I walked into Royal Blood, or when I walked into Car Seat Headrest. Mm. Did you Big listen Baby to Drum. anybody? Like, did you do homework beforehand? Um, you know me. Okay. <laughs> Mark don't do no homework. So uh, nah. So I think I have this as habit. Like I check out the lower names. I never look at the headliners. Yeah. Mm. Like obviously I know you two Chili Peppers, Chance. I know a little major laser, major laser and flume. I don't listen to any Lord, the the XX, Travis Scott. I knew who Travis Scott was, so I didn't listen to him. Um, and I I know who the weekend was, obviously, but yeah. I didn't really listen to Marshmallow, the Head and Heart. I listened to everything on that the line below them. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that probably would have helped get me into, I guess, the right frame of mind. Oh, Francis and the Lights too. They should be higher on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I yeah, I still still want to have like a you know to be able to fill up uh, the majority of the time that we're there with artists that I want to see. Yeah, like Big Guava, for instance, was I mean that I don't know about you guys, but that thing was built for me. Yeah, Action Bronson, Run the Jewels, yeah. The Strokes. I yeah. mean that was just, that Stacked. was just like, hey Marco, what do you want to see? Well, we got it Uh-oh. here. Can I? This is your can iPod. I you guys in this then? Hold on, keep talking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was basically yeah. like, oh, oh, what's in your iPod? What are you currently listening to? Oh, oh, okay. He, yeah, he's here. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, cool. There. You like the Beatles? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh. they're gonna, we're, they're resurrecting. We're so bringing them all back. This is Voodoo Music Festival. What do you think about that? Those headliners. I mean, you know, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Kendrick uh, Lamar, Kendrick, Foo Fighters, yeah. Killers, LCD Sound System. I don't know DJ who DJ Snake. Snake is. Do you know who that is? Um, uh, he does the like club bangers. No, he he did um. Fuck, what's the name of that song? Shit. Uh, somebody to lean on. Whoop, whoop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that yeah, one. All right. Yeah, I'll he pass on that. that. Uh, <laughs> and then below those headliners is a bunch of names that I'm not really familiar with. But so, so no, Dylan Francis. Oh, hey, there's there's G Jones again. The guy Head and Hearts back. Yeah. Cold War Kids are back. Miguel. Yeah. I'm actually a really big fan of Miguel. Uh, hopefully, he so. doesn't come out wasted again. Yeah. Who, Miguel? Yeah, he on uh, and last year at Bonner, who came out shit faced. Really? He couldn't perform. Wow. And everybody was leaving. His he kept switching songs in between like his lyrics. Uh-huh. And the band was trying to keep up. And then after a while, he just started at yelling, uh, do you like drugs? Well, that is a song he has. No, no, that's all. But he, he just started yelling it? That's all he was yelling, yeah. Wow. People were leaving. That's uh, embarrassing. Yikes. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, line up like this. You see those headliners? How much do you think tickets for this are worth for a three-day music festival? Uh, know, 400 <sighs> bucks? I mean, like, a lot of the people past, I'd say, like, the Afghan wigs I've never heard of. Do you know who the Afghan Wigs are? Oh, after Charles Bradley, I should say. Yeah, I know that. I know who they are. I don't really listen to them though. Um. So yeah, <laughs> Chicano <I don't>... Batman. 
It's a good <laughs> I just quality like name. Black Angels. Lowest I know, Child again. No, the Black Angels. Uh, Crystal Castles again. Cold War Kids. Yellow Claw. Yeah, so it's, it looks like these a bunch of these acts are doing like a festival, festival tour. Runs. Flint Eastwood again. Yeah, um, that anyway, makes sense. No, these tickets are, are only $140. Wow. Not bad. That's that's pretty crazy. Where and is this? New Orleans. Huh. When is this? October. Huh. Yeah. Which reminds me, I wish we could have gone to the Jazz Fest. They have, like, everything. Crazy. They had everything. They had a crazy. Cuban lineup. Yeah. Like, Cubanos were there. Insane. Cool. Anyway, festivals are cool. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing this one out there because it's around Katie and Lottie's birthday. Mm-hmm. Just saying, and I don't, think, I don't think it's camping, since it's New Orleans. I don't know where the actual venue is at. Uh, have to get like a telly, or a B and B, or Airbnb. Uh, anyway, continue talking. So yeah, um, yeah, music festivals are fun. They are. I mean, you get to take in a bunch of different artists, whether you like them or not. You get the experience, and you get to say like, I don't like that person, or I do like that person. Mm-hmm. You get to see your favorite artists or you get to see new artists doing like you can become a fan of an artist like if they do something better live than they do like like uh, we we're talking about the xx i yeah. love the xx um but that you you're right they ramped up the show for the for Concert, where they yeah. were um and so that 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 helps people become fans of these artists yeah and so that you know that's that's cool well for me if, like if you don't like the artist live you usually don't like them in the studio it's kind of hard to see somebody actually perform the music and come away less impressed than you would listening to them on a CD. You know, you think for me, like uh, there's something about live music that generally gets more points in my book anyway, just from like having that visual element. Oh, I'm, oh, you're I'm saying, able to see you perform uh, it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, I thought you, I don't know. I guess it sounded like you were saying live recordings are better than regular recordings, like studio recordings. Okay, well, in some instances, I think that they are. Yeah, I, I that's not what I'm saying though. I'm, I'm yeah, saying yeah. like if you so actually you are see, what I thought you were saying. yeah, if you actually see an artist performing, I think it's always more impressive than just hearing them. So yeah, if definitely. you come away not impressed from seeing them actually perform the thing, I don't but, think you're a fan. Yeah, well, yeah, there's definitely no way you can. Yeah, but it, and it, it it could it could it could ramp up your fandom, especially yeah, for sure. If, if you're already a fan. So. Yeah. Anywho, um, that was great. Had a great time. But we're back now, and it's back to reality. And guess what happened while we were gone? What? E3. Oh. Did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, actually, you're right, it did. <laughs> yeah, it actually <laughs> it was, did. It was, uh, it was, uh, I, I don't know, man, like, from, from what from what we watched, you know, I, I just, I don't feel like... I just feel like a lot of it was just like, hey, remember that thing we showed you last year? Here's mm-hmm. more of that thing, just with like more details and now gameplay footage and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. other than you know the uh, the Xbox, which we'll, we can talk about more in depth. I just feel like a lot of the games were, a lot of the big games were. All right, now we've now we've really got something to show you. Mm-hmm. Last year we were just teasing. teasing. Yeah. Now we've really like- got something to show you. Like so many bad games came out that everybody's afraid to release something new, yeah. and like they just keep working on it and working on it and working mm-hmm. on it, yeah. and just dangling in front of our face before they, uh, you know, they actually release it because they yeah. don't want to have another Andromeda or another you know, Assassin's Creed Unity. Right. This just, I don't know, man. Like watching, watching the stuff that 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 we watched, just made me feel like last year's E3 was a wash, or yeah. I guess this year's E3. Pick one, honestly, because like. You know, God of War, Mario Odyssey, uh, uh, the Spider-Man trailer, all of that stuff, like, it was fun to see, like, the actual gameplay, but I don't know, man, these are all, they were all huge name games. Mm-hmm. Did we really need to see a gameplay trailer of of the new God of War game to go, oh, yeah, I'll get that now. Like, come It's on. God of War. It's God of War. Though it did look a little open world. Yeah. I got a little open world vibe mm-hmm. from it. Um, Could be. Uh... What? Well, just like with the with with the rest the rest of them, just that's how that's it. Like the Spider-Man game, <clears throat> if if it gets announced 
like a, a lot of that stuff you can already see in the trailer itself the 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 teaser thing like I, I, just, I don't know I just didn't need to see like you're hoping that they're doing what they're what they're doing right like like spider-man for instance this is mm-hmm. my like my thoughts when I'm watching this are like yeah you like that's how the game should be right like the, I you're not showing me anything that's like unexpected you know like I, right. I'm already anticipating the game to to do this I guess mm-hmm. I guess you need to show people that we actually are doing what you're hoping that we're well, doing. No, so many shitty but, Spider-Man games came out. Yeah, that, in but order I mean, for it, them to, to wait, hold on. Where's the beer? Oh, oh. you. It's, it's, <laughs> 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 so many people came out with bad Spider-Man games. They have to show and like gain people's trust and say, "Hey, this is the good Spider-Man." We game promise you, you've been wanting right because it is Insomniac. Oh yeah studio the yeah. people that made an infamous uh-huh and that great movement system yeah no it makes Spider-Man. perfect yes. it, it looks yeah. like a batman game yeah like the movement system is almost the fighting identical looks, yeah yeah that too the movement is almost identical because i remember in uh, batman you would look at the ledge and the little battering symbol would show mm-hmm. up much like the little web singer symbol shows up for spider-man now yeah yeah no i, I that's the thing like you said mark i i feel like this year has been almost all uh, more of the same, yeah. showing more of the same. So, the big thing that always wins E3, I feel, are the unexpected surprises. Right. And we didn't have that. The only things that we had were like Metroid, uh, yeah, four, Metroid Prime, Prime Four, and all you got was a picture of it. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing, it's all sequels anyway. Right. You know. So there's no like the like new IPs. We didn't see any Death Stranding, did we? No, no, no. no. He, he, uh, Kojima actually made a point to say he's not going to show the game again for a little while. Good, thank you, Kojima. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't. Yeah, no, and that's that's exactly what you're saying. What that you prefer? You trust him to go off and do what he needs to do, and right. he'll come back when he has more to say. Right. Um, I don't need to see the same thing again. More like, of it. Like the God of War, for instance. None of like. I was like, I, I came away from that going, oh, yeah, cool, okay. cool. That's ex- like that's what we watched last year. Right. It was just a different scene from the game. And I'm getting worried at this point that what's happening with movie trailers is happening with video games now. Right. Because there's so much story element in the Wolfenstein <laughs> yes, trailer. There was so much. The uh, not Spider-Man because I feel like that's just like one mission, but yeah. the um, Detroit. Yeah, uh, Detroit uh, has its own. Uh, what, what's the, well, the subtitle of that? Human? Above, become human, become human, among human, become human. I think Be- oh, no. that that um, I don't know. I just feel like you know, from last year and this year, you know, I I, I hope that you're gonna get to control a lot of different characters to kind of make up for the fact that like both of those stories, we got the basic premise, like yeah. outline, yeah, uh, premise of of you know what we're getting there. Become human, Detroit. Become human. Mm-hmm. We got the the basic outline of it, so now it's like, okay, what decisions am I gonna make when I play? I do like that they had Jesse Williams in there though. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. Like Jesse it took Williams. me a second to recognize him, but yeah. yeah. Uh, pause for a second because I'm gonna intro this beer. This is two out of three from the Ennis Gun, Ennis and Gun. Apologies. This is their Indian Pale Ale or India Pale Ale. Let's see, what is that? A carefully crafted small batch Indian Pale Ale. So. Let's do it to it. All right. Continue, gentlemen, while I pour your beers. What are you talking about? I zoned out. <laughs> um, cool. Glad you're here. Just the yes. fact that a lot of the trailers are showing a bit much. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I feel like there's not a lot of new content to show. Yeah, a lot of things are just uh, sequels. Yeah. Wolfenstein 2, Above and Beyond. New two. Gran Turismo. Oh, Beyond and Good and, e- Good and Evil 2. Gran Turismo, Forza, Seven, yeah, Killer Instinct, still getting characters. And Destiny too, uh, yeah. Monster Hunter was announced too. But yeah, like the vast majority of those are sequels. Yeah, and so you know it's exciting on in one hand because you get a new game, but on the other hand, it's like you don't. I mean it. It's it's just sequel after sequel. Right. Like, what do you, you know, it's not, it's not a lot of exciting stuff. Um, I guess Anthem. Yeah, looks Anthem. Pretty cool. Anthem's new. Yeah. It's it looks kind of like your Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really 
catch my attention too much. It seemed like, you know, like Donkey said, like, Division meets Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Um, all that being said, is there anything that, you know, that you are excited about relative to, you know... I want to play like, that Wolfenstein. Yeah. Yeah, that did actually, you know, it looked really cool. I like yeah, the, the like, story behind it and everything. It just looks fun and it looks good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's not Call of Duty. The Call of Duty uh, multiplayer came out. The trailer came out. Did you see that? Uh, no. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it looks, it looks really good. Yeah, so we'll do this. Let's try the beer. Okay. Let's try the beer. And then we're going to, we're going to watch that. <sighs> Setup's good for recording, not so much for clinking. True. Don't force a habit if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then we'll just edit this part out. What time are we at? 41. This is just a test to see how loud something is while we're recording, mm. see if our voices can go over it, so we can do something like the CSI thing and not have to worry about it being too loud. Cool. Test, test, test. I mean, it's probably going to pick up a lot of this. It's going to so. pick up a lot, but I mean, it's not going <laughs> to be in the forefront of everything. Oh yeah, the mic, the our voices will still be louder. We'll still take up a lot of it because of the main focus of the mic. Kimbo's. Well, <coughs> uh, I mean, look cool. It wasn't like looked cool. Mm-hmm. Watching that, I was wondering what like current players are gonna think of it. Cause ain't no more, no more double jumping, no more wall riding. Quote boots on the ground combat. Right. Yeah. Is that what they said? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably gonna be frustrating for them to you know adjust back to it. It'll mm-hmm. probably be like a knee slide. You slow back down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, because it's now, it's so, it's it's high octane, it moves really, like I was playing Infinity Warfare, or Infinite Warfare, Infinite or whatever Warfare. it's called, and it's like, it's just, it's it's Titanfall, basically. Right. Like, with the maneuverability of it and everything. Minus and the Titans. My, well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, <clears throat> like, that works for Titanfall, because that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Now that franchise started off future war, mm-hmm. you know, new tech stuff like that, but I don't know, Call of Duty has gone so far away from its core from from what it was built on that, you know, bringing it back to this is going to be fun, but <clears throat> at the same time watching that, I don't know. I just so I was watching 
I was just I'm watching that and I'm thinking like no Battlefield still kind of looks better <laughs> yeah I don't think I'll ever get back into that Call of Duty Twitch shooter yeah. game yeah much more of the Overwatch squad based game mm. Battlefield 1 yeah yeah I don't know I'll still I'll still probably I'm not gonna say I'm gonna buy it I'll just borrow it from Adam <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say I'm actually I'm more excited to play this Call of Duty than I have the past probably three yeah so uh, we'll we'll see what reviews come out with it and what it looks like actually in action yeah um but yeah I don't know I'm, I'm curious or you can pre-order and get access to the private now beta now you good yeah get to play the beta and then just nah. cancel your pre-order now you yeah. good that's actually not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, back I mean, all to, you gotta do is put like five bucks on it. It's true. And just transfer that five dollars to another game. Yeah. Um, Fuck a pre-order. By the way. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't. Need to stop pre-ordering. I don't. Shit. Do, I don't yeah. do those. Um, I don't do those anymore. No more pre-orders. Done. Learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I say the game that I'm most excited for is Detroit. Yeah. Out of E3. It does look really. Really cool. It looks like an Adam ass game. I really want to play that one. An Adam ass game. Yeah, an Adam ass game. An Adam ass game like for your ass. That's yep. Adam ass. A game, game for my ass. Good for you to sit on it. Mm. <clears throat> I kind of want to play the Nintendo games, man. The Super Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey does look very good. Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. I'm actually, very look curious really about it because, like, uh, Donkey had pointed out, you know, like the the more far fetched Mario games were the ones that were like the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They introduced something unique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most excited from E3. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it would be be it would be between uh, Spider Man and God of War because I mean, although God of War was just watching more of the same, I still love God of War. Yeah. So when I saw it last year, I was enamored with it. I didn't mm-hmm. need to see more of the same right I was already I'm like I'm already gonna buy God of War like that's it that's just happening I'm getting that yeah so I didn't need to see an entire story arc right (laughs) so as far as like E3 the conference goes you know whatever same with Destiny too. like you know you you can show more and more of it and Battlefront they showed they finally showed like the bits of the um the story mode and everything Uh But I don't know. I'd already seen enough of that to know if I wanted to get it or not. You know. Yeah. Like a lot of the, all of the, pl- all of the, the playable characters and all that stuff, and how it's gone through all of the uh, episodes and everything like that. It's all exciting. So, those are already good selling points. Mm-hmm. You don't need to waste your spot at E3 showing that stuff. That's all I got. That's right. That's the thing. Just skip the conference. <sighs> they gotta just, show up. Yeah. Why? To show expectation still around to keep them in mind. But I just I, I don't know. Then people people come away from it saying the same thing though, like oh more of the same. Wasn't it like would you rather not be talked about at all or be shitted on? Mm. I mean I feel like- indifference is worse than criticism. So if you're just if you're just or, Wait, or, 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 well, no, yeah let me no you're no, right no, you had it right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. no such thing as bad publicity yeah, right. So I guess if you're not being talked about. I don't know. I mean, if you if you're being shitted on, you're still being talked about. Well, and you're he, still in the you're still in the media, and people are still looking yeah. up EA, and they're still but looking up Bethesda they, and all that stuff. So, up, right? No, yeah, that's 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 it though. That's, and here's the that's thing: why they still show up? It's we're like, we're not shitting on the games. We're all most of these games look pretty good. Right. We're just we're kind of shitting on the entire conference itself because they didn't have anything. Yeah. There's right. not. There's nothing really surprising or new i mean there's the uh shadow of the colossus remake but like uh, i want that it, that like that's even that is a rehash of something we've already had this whole culture that that video games works under gaming in general works under of this whole um year to year thing kind of sucks yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help anything. It's not conducive for creativity when mm-hmm. you're on this. This. I mean, people always complain about the Mad Games, but it, it like, <clears throat> it's it's for all of this. Like this. Like E3, they had to shit stuff out so that they could be so they could stay in in the in the Top culture. Mind, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's 
they should be able to just go away and make something like Assassin's Creed. Every like they they had to ship one out every year, mm-hmm. regardless yeah. of how good it was, regardless of how innovative it was. They just had to keep shitting them out. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Assassin's Creed because I mentioned it earlier that I want to talk about something specific about the origins. Right. So uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is now Egyptian, uh-huh. right. whatever, whatever. So you know how they always release like the special editions and then the legendary editions. Mm-hmm. Guess how much the legendary edition is going to be this year? Three hundred dollars. No, what? Is what, he in the ballpark? What's your guess? I was gonna say like eighty or ninety bucks. No, and no. <laughs> what is it? Higher. What? <laughs> Five. Higher. What? Jesus. Is Eight? it? Is it made of an actual mummy? <laughs> Does it come in Tutu Common's coffin? No, uh, it's eight hundred dollars. Oh, wow. I called that though. After a while, <laughs> after a while, after a while. So, what does it come with? This pack. Uh... Uh, let's see. You get a figurine. You get a figurine. You get a hand painted map. You get the season pass. Oh wow! Uh, hopefully, if there's more than one season, you get that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and probably a video of the marketing team laughing at you. Eight hundred dollars. Just a voice clip. So stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. Art book, concept art, uh, a nice box for it to go in. I will say, though, half that price is for that figurine. It has to be. Yeah. Because I was, I mean, that's just that's just the value of those things. They, they, they charge a lot of money for those things. Yeah. They're considered like mini sculptures. Yeah. So... It is surprising, but at the same time, it's like you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna include something like that, seventy three centimeters. I mean, that's that's, that's pretty, pretty de- large. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty decent sized statue. So that's probably where half that price is going. Hopefully, it's it's a quality thing. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, be. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's got. What's be, this thing? Some, someone's amulet in resin. Yeah, Bayer's amulet in resin. Get some art yeah. cards, world map, art book. Right, yeah, this is this is all you get though, for. A game that, you know, might work on your PC or Xbox or PlayStation. <laughs> right. That's that's amazing. That is amazing. That's a huge gamble. Yeah. But again, half that price is going to that, that figurine. Probably another $100 for that amulet. Then you take into the, the, the game price. The season pass is another, what, 40 bucks. Are you justifying this? I'm not justifying it. I'm trying to value it. I'm trying to see where this money's going. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a road teak. Road, what is it? Antique Roadhouse. Yeah. Road road <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's that's fucking insane. Would never. I would. Oh, I would. Uh, yeah, I. I, 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 w- I literally wouldn't even spend a fraction of that money. See, but that's uh, of that much money. That's I would the never. Thing, like, I wouldn't even spend ten percent of that. <laughs> I would. I would game. understand if it was more of like a <clears throat> a legacy thing, like for Master Chief. If there was like a Master Chief. Statue, right? But this is like a new guy. It's a yeah, a new game, right? I understand that that's part of a franchise, but still, it's it's a new character. For all we know, this thing could suck. Yeah, it's very unproven. Like that's you know, even even if you stay in the Assassin's Creed uh, uh, universe, even if it was like Ezio or or, you know, somebody who you actually give a shit about, know and love, you Mm -hmm. give me a figurine of Altair. I still wouldn't buy it, but at least I could see somebody. Like, cool. I could see somebody. Doing right, that. like, like cool. a, a fan of the series yeah. that has yeah. like the tattoo of the assassins. Right, on right. Them. That's the person could who, get that. But just some unproved. Yeah, I, we haven't even like heard the character, like his his mannerisms, his personality, anything. Yeah, you don't even like you could hate that character and then have like this statue, gaudy statue, seventy three centimeters statue in your house. No, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So, all in all, um, E3 as a conference. Oh, hello, puppy. Hello, girl. Uh, E3 as a conference. A, a dog just walked in the room, by the way. Yeah, People. she was making enough noise that she needed to be acknowledged. Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm just looking at them either this year or last year as a wash, honestly. Yeah. And I'm starting to get really irritated with the whole culture of it. It's E3 2016 part two. Basically. Well, I think it's a, it's a bit of the piece of gaming that is still a business as opposed to the art so they have to have these annual expos they have to show and prove and do all this stuff on this annual basis 
everything's a business again. Man. There ain't no art. She got up there pretty good. That was I, thought gonna, I thought she was going to hit the mics. Final thoughts on E3? Meh. Meh's right. Yeah. Meh. So, uh, one last thing. We're going to switch gears one more time. We're going to switch beers. And we'll touch on one more thing. I'm going to run and grab beer. I'll be right back. And I'm back with the beer. This is the last one from Innocent Gun. It is their oak-aged beer, but this has a rum finish to it. Full-bodied Scottish beer bursting with fruit and spicy notes. That sounds pretty good to me. So I'm going to crack this bitch open right here, right now. So last thing I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit was as we were basically setting all this stuff up and everything, uh, set up to record today, it was officially announced that Floyd Mayweather will be taking on Conor McGregor in a boxing match. Will be defending himself from <laughs> Conor McGregor. At the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, August 25th? Or I think the 29th. Late August. Well, I could look that up for you, Mark. Go ahead and do it. August 26th. Okay, Dave. Thank you. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to get that. I don't think we're going to get the... Um, no, it's going to be Showtime, isn't it? Yeah, that's what his deal is through. Unless, I mean, his... Yeah, there you go, Showtime. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Why? Because it's the Showtime announcers. It's not yeah. the HBO oh, guys. HBO's oh, the okay. way. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way I want to watch boxing. Jim Lampley. Freddie Merchant. Uh... And friends. <laughs> I can't remember um, the last name of, of the other Jim who does the copy box numbers. And then um, Max Kellerman. They're all HBO guys. Yeah. It's better. Better. But anyway, so something that, honestly, you can go back and listen to earlier episodes. I said 100% there's no way that this fight is taking place. And I was fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I just didn't think that any way shape or form this is a good like other than the money obviously it's an incredible idea for the money everyone is going to become gajillionaires off of this yeah. Dana White's going to make so much money Floyd is going to make more money I mean he doesn't need it I mean right it's he's going to make you know the kind of money that it doesn't really matter to him but Connor this is going to be the biggest payday that he's ever had as a fighter winner no lose. doubt about it. yeah winner lose so as far as the money is concerned it really doesn't matter plus um you know it's kind of a win-win for everybody because mm-hmm. Floyd wins and we just it's just proven that he's one of the greatest if not the greatest boxer of all time. He will be Defenders. 50 and 0. You call it what you want, but he's 50 and he'll be he's 49 and 0. I, he How is, about one of the most boring fighters of all time? He is definitely I will he is definitely the greatest defensive fighter of all time. He's the most boring fighter of all time, I agree. Again, call it whatever you want, but the guy Saves himself. He I saves bet his money. face. I bet money you fall asleep during it. No. <laughs> I mean, because I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor, so. Okay. I mean, I want to watch the fight. I, I, You're a big I, fan of sleeping, too. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Floyd Mayweather's fights, in my opinion, I mean, it took me a while to come to this conclusion because at first I didn't like the way that he fought either, but I, uh, I've i changed my tune on that. I respect his ability. I mean, he gets in there and he gets in front of some of the best boxers of all time. Some of them pass their prime for sure, but most of them still to do what he's done in his career to be forty nine and zero to be almost unscathed uh-huh. to backpedal so much to make the kind of money that he's made uh-huh. the business acumen. Uh-huh. I mean, like I said, call it what you want. Yeah. I'm going to call him the greatest defensive fighter of all time. Okay, so I mean, I'm not just, I'm not going to disagree with that. Defensive fighter. How old's McGregor? Very young. I think he's 28 or 29. Click the button. He's 28. 28 versus a 40-year-old. A 40-year-old. Yeah. Plus, he is way bigger than him. Yeah. McGregor? Yeah. Huh. He's he's way bigger. He's 5'9", 154. That's like, that's his... 5'8", 151. That's his, but that's his... Um, his height, not his... Wait, what's what's McGregor's? That's like I don't want to call it his catch weight, but that's like the weight that they have him at like right now. He goes from one thirty something all the way to close to one hundred and eighty pounds. 
and his reach if I if I'm it's it's longer by two inches. Yeah. So he's way bigger than Floyd Mayweather is. I mean, they'll they'll fight at a catch weight probably at around 150-something to keep them both welterweights. I don't imagine Floyd Mayweather moving a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. He's not going to meet him anywhere Just close backwards. to 170 or anything like that. Um, So, I mean, here it is. It's actually happening. Is it good for either sport? Probably not <laughs> because, you know, you have the UFC lightweight champion – who's not defending his title again. Right. He's going into another endeavor, doing something not close to... Is he getting distracted with something else? Right. So now he's holding up the lightweight division again. You just had Max Holloway and and Jose Aldo fight. Max Holloway beat Jose Aldo. Mm -hmm. And now he's the undisputed champion at featherweight. But that that was only because... uh, Mike Edgar. Yeah, he fucking... He abandoned, he 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 uh, vacated the title because he didn't defend it because he moved on to another weight class. And again, same thing with this. Like the lightweight division is being held up for this. And Floyd Mayweather, who's been retired for what three years now? Yeah. I mean, he's the only name in the game of boxing. If you're a casual boxing fan, and for him to come back out and then fight a UFC guy, it's just not. I don't know. It's like everyone's a, gonna get rich. It's like a sideshow. We're know? all gonna watch it, but. You know, at the end of the day, the rich get richer, basically. So it's a real depressing note, Mark. <laughs> I mean, so we're talking about boxing here. Let's predict it. Say Mayweather by Floyd decision. Mayweather runs. Mayweather by decision. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll probably go with that too. I mean, there's there is a chance that he could, you get know, hit with that left. Uh, yeah, yeah. but I mean, also too with Mayweather. I mean, if he tires McGregor out. Yeah, McGregor doesn't go twelve rounds. Right, McGregor, right. McGregor's never gone twelve rounds. I mean, he was a. I think he was an amateur boxer. He was a boxer. Yeah, so he hasn't gone twelve rounds and in years. Floyd would do that all the time. It's it's. He so that, still does on his time off. Yeah. Huh? So you, like, I don't know. I think it seems like a trap. I mean, I think McGregor can fall directly into his trap. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a counterpuncher and a defensive fighter. I just. You know, why? Why? Like, if if why would you stand and trade with a guy like Conor McGregor? That's just that's just dumb boxing. Yeah, that just doesn't even make any sense. Right. I wouldn't do that. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna move my head. I'm gonna counter punch. I'm gonna do what I can to win the fight. I'm gonna do what I've been doing to win all this money before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Why? Why? Why change the strategy now? Why at 40 years old are you gonna sit there and take left hands from? One of the most powerful fighters I've ever witnessed. Yeah, fuck that. Well, so McGregor's exactly the person that Mayweather would want to fight. Yeah, big big he's, puncher. He's gonna come out fast. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come out strong. All he has to do is evade. As long as he still has that speed to evade, he's yeah. he's got it. Just easy. Weather, just weather the storm. You know, you get into those late championship rounds. Yeah, no, McGregor's gonna gassed. run out of steam. Floyd, he, may, Floyd could even knock him out. That's what I'm sure. saying. He's he's gonna gas him, and then he's gonna hit him with a surprise hit that he wasn't expecting because he's going to be too sloppy at that point too yeah. tired mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't anyway, know I guess we don't have to watch it now yeah save some money there <laughs> anybody who's listening you're welcome fuck yep. yeah I'm still watching it this is exciting for me yeah it'll, it'll still be fun to watch I guess mm-hmm. get you, get you. god you're such a child oh, thank you I think that's all I got yeah here here let's cap this baby off um, the innocent gun, honestly, it's it, beer. It's been too long. Like I can't. I'm not gonna. I, the original? <laughs> you don't. Remember. You don't drink them and put numbers to them. <laughs> like as I'm drinking yeah. it. Mm-hmm. No, I usually yeah. like to kind of get a last little swig on it. Maybe you, yeah, and, uh, and then come back. Make those down. Yeah. Well, I didn't do that. I see that. So, well, what's your scores? Um, a three, a three, and a four. Um, the original flavor was really good. Uh, IPA was just like, uh, uh, an IPA. It's an IPA. I'm going to yeah. change it to two. The IPA gets two. That's a really low score. It's not a bad score. Two is a terrible score. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not. How is that not a bad I, score? It's not the worst two score, Two out of Marco. six? Mark, it's not the worst. I guess it's technically not the You're worst. Right. It's not the worst. It's definitely not it's the worst. It's a pretty shitty score. It's, it wasn't the best IPA you know, in the world. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Uh, but the the rum finished one. 
I give that a three. Mm-hmm. Three two three. Not bad. Innocent gun. Step it up. Uh I would go with three 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 point five. I like this one this last one the best. Uh pretty middle of the road. I, I feel like the first and the last were both pretty multi. Yeah. Um all of these are very multi. Yeah, true. But in particular, um, which I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of maltier beers, but I like this last one pretty good. So kind of middle of the road for me, but you know, not bad. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna just say three for the first beer because it was like wasn't very memorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it wasn't like I don't remember it being terrible, but yeah. you know, it wasn't great. I do remember how the IPA tasted and how this. I'm, I'm still drinking the rum finish one, so obviously I get that one. So I'm gonna actually agree with your score, Adam. Three, three, and three and a half on these. I do like mm-hmm. this a little bit better. The rum finish. Yeah, it's a nice touch. The IPA is just kind of a run of the mill. Nothing special about it. Yeah. So there you go. Innocent gun. Decent. Yeah. Average. You know, it's pretty. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> when I was in, I, I I took a trip to Costa Rica and they, a lot of them um, gave out the uh, Presidentes and uh, there's a Costa Rican beer, the Imperial. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, you come back here and it's like, ooh, Imperial. Mm-hmm. But over there, it's basically their Bud Light. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this, the Innocent Gun, the label, it, it's a beautifully designed label. Uh, it looks really like it looks really distinguished. It almost looks like a, a scotch bottle mm-hmm. or a bottle yeah. of scotch. Yeah. Um, almost like it's made to deceive you into thinking it's better. Right. Than it is. So well, probably over there they're like, oh yeah, innocent gun, whatever. Right. And we she brings it back here and we're like, ooh, scotch <laughs> beer. I can't wait to drink it. So right. I mean, they're probably you know there's probably Scots who are like, yeah, it is a three and a half, mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. I don't know though. I'm not gonna call it. What I am gonna call is this episode. Right. My name is Marco Dupa for Admiral Beasts Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Sports God Dave. Radiate positivity. Mm. This has been the One Baron Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. And have a beautiful evening.